0: Obviously, you made a right turn, because here's the wrong kind of podcast.
1: Happy Sunday of your Labor Day weekend, everybody. Uh, this is Justin Asciensi over there, hey. and we have a special guest. Introduce yourself, Louis.
2: Yeah, my name is uh, Louis Asciensi, and I'm presently serving as uh, mayor of uh, Independence, Happy. and I'm glad to be here. Thank you.
1: How does mayor choose mayor? How does the uh, city of Independence choose their mayors? I know Coffield. It's uh, you're a commissioner, and then the
2: commission gets together and they, they vote amongst themselves. Okay, in Independence, um, on the election, the the top vote getter will serve a four year term, mm-hmm. and the person is that is the second receive the second most votes will serve a two year term, okay. and it's written that uh, the person that wins the two year term. Uh, will be a mayor. Will serve as mayor one of those years. So I've been elected three times for a two-year term. So I've been a uh, a mayor for. This is my third year now. So essentially, the the voters choose yes. the mayor, right, in a roundabout way, pretty much.
1: Okay, and does the mayor have any special roles or extra power or anything like that in coffee? I mean, no. independence.
2: No, not any more than any of the other uh, commissioners. You're basically there to uh, attend ribbon cuttings, mm-hmm. grand openings. Uh, you're basically the, the face of the city and the commission as an yeah. elected official. Signing checks? and mm-hmm. I really don't sign any checks, really? but it's, it's more of a, a, a public relations, okay. put it that way.
1: Honorary position. Yes. I have not been the mayor. I've turned it down in the past. It's not something I'm really looking forward to ever doing, and I'm okay with that. I have I have no interest in doing it. It's okay. just something that I've never I don't know. I guess I don't need to be running the show. I don't know. I run the show. How about that? That's good
2: enough. Uh. So what are we gonna talk about today? Well, uh, what do you what do you have on your mind? I well, can answer you, a lot of questions. You
1: had mentioned a little bit about getting uh, more people involved in your. Uh, community and voter turnout and such i'd also like to hear what uh city of independence has got going on you don't have to get in real depth but sure are there any big uh, projects or anything you're excited about coming up
2: uh right now the biggest project that we are addressing will be this uh, uh pipeline that we're building to serve the soybean plant uh bartlett soybean plant which is uh South of Cherryville, south and a little east of Cherryville. I just learned mm-hmm. about this. Yes, I don't know and how it's huge. It,
1: I don't know how it uh, missed my radar screen. Did you know about this, Yes. Thanks a lot for helping me out there. Uh, 625,000 gallons of water a day? Uh, r- yeah, roughly 600,000, yes. Okay, I don't want to be the one to poop on everything here, but given the situation we're in with the drought, and I think Elk City Lakes at 79%, the last I knew, and they don't like right. to
2: go below 75
1: Right. Is this going to be an issue?
2: Right now we have um we have a water contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Coffeeville does also with Elk City Reservoir. It was basically built for recreation but as a water yeah. supply uh for the area. And uh, right now we're in a, a I believe a water watch. So we're uh, it's not mandatory. We're not we're just encouraging um conservation. Yeah. But the uh, state goes through and they do a, a, a long-term forecast and they determine that, yes, they do have – the reservoir does have water capability right. to serve that. Uh, for the independence in the winter months, we probably average about one little over 1.8 million gallons a day. And this time of year, I imagine we're hitting probably 2.3 or 2.4, and the plant is built – for a capacity of 6 million gallons of water a day. All right. So we we have the capacity, and the state has uh, uh, advised us that they do have water available for uh, not only the city, but for Bartlett. Who, uh, this is what everybody wants to know, who's paying the bills for all this, and how does the City of Independence profit from this Okay, The the, uh, total cost, the design uh, the engineering, right away, everything that is involved in building this line uh, will be uh, paid for by Bartlett.
1: Okay, the company okay.
2: itself. We, we will issue bonds uh, to cover the amount of the project, yeah. and then Bartlett will make payments on the bonds. So there will not be any uh, money coming out of uh, the independent city taxpayers. It will be uh, paid for by Bartlett. All right.
1: And then, is this profitable at all for the City of Independence? Uh,
2: yes. In, in, the, uh, in the short and long term, uh, we will be able to sell water to Bartlett. And that's why they're, at, they're asking for a set amount of water that would be available for the city to provide to them. So we would be able to sell that amount to Bartlett at a, at a fixed rate. And then that would give the City of Independence not only to cover uh, whatever cost that they have for having to treat more water and get it down the line. That would also um, end up not only covering those costs, but uh, being able to continue to, to pay for any improvements down the line that need to be made to the plant. Awesome.
1: So the so City of Independence isn't losing any money? Then. No. Nope. Right.
2: That's, of course, what everybody's going to want to sure. know.
1: What other? uh that that's the only big project you got going on?
2: Oh, we have a lot of road work uh, coming on. We have uh, uh, from if you're familiar with Independence, we have a, a mill and overlay of 10th and 17th Street or West Myrtle from 10th to 17th, uh, and we have um, from. Uh, 8th Street to 2nd Street, we'll be doing a mill and overlay there. We'll be finishing the last uh, part of the mill and overlay of uh, Chestnut from 9th Street to Penn Street. Uh, we just finished up um, a uh, not a chip and seal, but we're basically uh, going back and cleaning out and filling in crack seal. Okay, the, okay. the roads we did 10th Street from the City limits south all the way to the north end, and we will be planning to do more streets in the future to extend the life of the road. Yeah, you can extend it oh, probably five years or more by doing that. It doesn't look very pretty, but but if it extends the life of the road a few years, that's yeah. just something you don't have to consider uh, coming up in the you know every year as an issue. That's uh, always a hot topic down here in Caulfield, is that, no. why
1: well, the roads suck. Yeah, yeah, okay, so fix them.
2: Well, the taxes are too high. I mean, you can't, there's no happy medium here. There is no happy medium, and how I look at it is this. The roads were not very good prior <laughs> to me even yeah. coming on board. Yep. Have they slowly improved? Yes. But, to me, that, to me as a voter I would say Well I've been here 30 years And I don't ever remember them coming down my street And making an improvement Yeah. And that might be the case But that doesn't mean that improvements are not being made yeah. They just may not be made in your street or your neighborhood yeah, High traffic areas are usually the first Yes because of the volume of traffic That's just, how it is. That's just the way it works We do have something that we initiated this year and it's, it's, um, it's a program that you can go on to the cityofindependencekansas.gov website, and it will give you the ability to, to report issues hmm. that you might have, maybe brush pickup or maybe an, someone that's failed to call in brush pickup or someone that's got uh, oversized furniture out on the curb they want picked up, or it could be potholes. And not only does the, this um, program tracks your entry, and it tracks the status of that, and then it it will get you a a complete status sent to you. So this has been looked at, it has been addressed, and it was completed on this day. That's good. So you can follow it through, and and any citizen is able to do that rather than trying to call in. And then you you can track it. They'll send you information on it, or you can go online and track the status of where they're at. Sounds pretty decent. Yeah. I don't know if Coffee'll have something like that or not. I'd be talking about backside if I said we did or didn't. Right. I just don't know. And that helps with the frustration because people will say, I've turned it in. It was easy. And yeah, they did. They fixed yeah. it. Wow. So when is your uh, current term up? I will finish out. We will change uh, hands uh, on the first meeting in January. So you're just about done. Yeah, I'm just about through. My last... Uh, well, my last official meeting will be the first meeting in January. I will be part of the old business. Yeah. And then the new business will be the swearing in of the the two commissioners that will be elected in November 7th. And you guys are just three commissioners total? Just three, yes. Yeah. All right. We have five, so, of course, we're going to
1: switch out three. And right. still have two okay. incumbents. So down here, I don't know if you've dealt with anything like this or not. We've got a couple of streets that were redone. Uh, ground down all the way to the old brick. Right. New curbs, new driveway approaches. During the project, they found some more money in the form of grants to redo the sidewalks, and everybody was curious as to why those streets, because they're not considered high traffic areas. Right. One of them kind of is. I'm talking about Ninth and Tenth. Yes. Right. But what people don't understand was the government allocated some money. That had to be used in a certain demographic, uh, certain income-based area. Right, and it fit that. You guys have anything like that going on? Um,
2: right now, uh, a lot of that grant money is is tied for specific things. Yeah, uh, I think you had recently passed uh, maybe a quarter, or a half-cent sales tax to improve your your parks yeah. in Coffeyville. Yep, okay, yep. so that grant may have been tied to access to the parks. So that would be for the need of replacing sidewalks that need to be replaced or putting in sidewalks that are that were non existent those now. Those, yeah, those grants are kind of fickle yes. because it's you're spending money
1: but it's not coming out of the city of Independence's pocket. Right.
2: But it is. It's, it's coming it's, from taxpayers yeah, that it, That I paid money, but it's money that's collected throughout the—I mean, through the state of Kansas. And if you skip it, somebody else is going to get it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. grants. I'm—I'm a small government kind of
1: guy. We got way too many grants already. But if you don't do it, somebody else is. Grants aren't going away. No, they're not. So you might as well get all you can out of them. Right. Man, that uh, that drink that I'm drinking is kind of fighting me. (laughs) Making
2: me want to have burps. Uh. Cool. So what's voter turnout like in uh, Independence? You know, it, it varies. When I ran the first time, I believe we really had a good turnout. I don't remember the exact uh, percentage. If I try to think about it earlier today, I can come up with it. I think since then, um, the numbers have probably dropped to a more um uh, what normal? they would consider a normal turnout yeah. would be, hmm. which uh, that record is not very good. Whether you're no. talking about a local or even a county election, the numbers are like just out, out of curiosity, what, what
0: would a top vote getter get in independence do you think, numbers wise? Just votes. Okay. votes.
2: Uh, the first time I ran, I was I was an unknown candidate. I had never um, been on a city board yeah. or part of city government ever. And uh, I ran, the incumbent was uh, Leonard Kaflish, and um, let's see, Leonard had received 661 votes. Dang. Okay. And I received 647. I was the high vote
1: guy in 15 with 426. Well, so,
2: so
0: yeah, that's why I was asking on contrast. I mean... Let's listen to those turnout numbers. Do better, Coffeeville. Sure.
1: What did we come up with their day? 23, 22 percent? Yeah,
0: it was uh, so on the last election, uh, the... I took a sample of there was a yes or no question, and the total was 818 votes on this yes or no question. Because it's easier to figure it that way rather than trying to go through all of the commissioner totals right. and whatnot. So 818 out of a potential pool of probably 4,300, 4,500. This is all real scientific. You know. Yeah,
2: Yeah. But you're so, looking at... 20% or less yeah, of the of the voters is actually making the decision and it might be even less than that because if you were the top vote getter you might have got out of that 20% you might have gotten 12% of yeah. that vote mm-hmm. and and the person running against you may have gotten 8 cool. so now you even have a smaller amount of people how that do, that voted how do we get
1: people involved i used to, looking back my facebook posts come up from when i was commissioner from 14 to 17, and you can see where I'd post in there, commission meetings tonight, I'm giving away your money. I would just post things like that, trying to get them to show up. We do have our commission meeting streamed on YouTube and uh, channel 13 here in town, but it's not the same, and I tell people that. It's not the same. You, a small group of people not so much anymore, a small group of people can change the way the commission votes by being present. That is right. And I've tried to convey that to people, that if your supporters don't show up and you're sitting up there saying, well, my constituents say this, your fellow commissioners will be like, are they here? No. So they leave you hanging. That's right. And just no way blunt,
2: they leave you hanging. And if you don't show up, you got to support your commissioner that's supporting you. I, I think what I took away from it when I, when I ran the first time and I was um, lucky enough to be elected is that um, I, you know, for me, I I considered it, and I didn't really make my decision until late, but I was going to city meetings probably a good year and a half before That's I even same I even ran for government, so I understood what the issues, a lot of what the issues were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I understood a lot of the things that were going on. I by far didn't know everything, and I still uh, don't. I, wow. I, I know enough to to I know what's going on, and I I know how you know t- to run a meeting, and and it's just basically the public is going to get what they get, depending on their involvement, yeah. and if they're complacent, and if they really don't care, or they feel like nothing's going to change. And you're not willing to get behind, or I, you will find out that some of the harshest critics will be the ones that don't show up. Don't show up, or I guarantee you, you'll never see them. No. Running for hell, no. A position because right. it's a lot easier to sit back and complain. And I was a complainer, and I thought I could. I can either. I wasn't a harsh complainer. I don't believe, but. I thought I can either continue to complain or I can put my money where my mouth is mm-hmm. and run. And I decided to run. Yeah. And, I, and I went into knowing that I would, I would do the best to my ability. And I always looked at it this way. If, if there's someone out there that thinks they can do a better job than I did, mm-hmm. step forward and yeah. have my job. That's what I can't get people to understand. They say, oh, it doesn't matter
1: what I think. It won't change. Yes, it will show up to a meeting. Once again, recent history is saying that I'm wrong because we haven't had any action from very large groups showing up. But mm-hmm. that is the, that's is the—that's not the norm.
0: Yeah, that's the exception, not the rule, for I, sure.
1: Yeah, this, this current commission is very uh, steadfast in their decisions, and they don't tend to the public doesn't seem to be able to sway him a whole lot. That's a really nice way of saying it. Right. And some of those people I respect. They're decent people. They just, they're different than me and that's okay. Sure. I mean, some of my favorite people we disagree on just last week Mm -hmm. and that's okay. They're still welcome to my house any day of the week. Anyway. So how do we get people involved? How do we get people to join
2: boards and just come to a damn meeting? you know um during the meetings uh, when we do have positions open uh, you know i'll i'll make a plea for people that uh, if you've never served before and you would like to this would be a good opportunity whether it's a park board or it's uh yes uh um you know economic development planning commission or the planning open, commission yeah. whatever if you wanna if you want to learn more about the city and how it operates in then get involved. Do you
1: and guys appoint those board members here in Caulfield? If there's an opening, you just put your name in the hat and the commission will appoint somebody. So you don't even have to run and be worried about
2: losing election, being embarrassed, you know, cause it ain't fun to lose. No, it's, it's, we have applicants that go online and they fill out uh, an app. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a, we have a list of candidates that, there might be two positions and you might have three people that have have filled out the document and want to be considered and then uh the mayor at the time uh, determines who he would like to sit mm-hmm. and then he makes a motion to to really? approve so and so and so and so to be on this board and then they vote and and mm. you're in your mayor seems to do a little
1: bit more than our mayor does mm. see so, yeah, uh, for us, we would vote on it as a commission. Uh, who would be okay. on it? The... Well,
2: well, we we do, but for uh, oh, for okay. us, it's tr- primarily once the mayor determines that this is who he selects, and generally the commission um, goes along with his recommendation, That's and they true. they approve that. They may not come out right when I said it the first I time. I got it. So,
1: okay, any questions for the illustrious mayor of Coff- of dang it, of Independence?
0: I mean, not not anything right off the top of my head. Um well <laughs> so since we have him in here we can go ahead and address this. So we uh we have a a downtown, you know, historic downtown. Right. You guys have a historic downtown. The dynamic is a lot different. A lot different. You know, your downtown compared to ours, a lot of the time you guys are given the credit of having two major highways that run right down your downtown. So right. you kind of have a leg up on us in that way. Right. So you, you don't really have a vacancy issue a lot of the time with your downtown. It doesn't seem like not not as big as we have here. Um, and I guess my question, while I'm getting around to, is what kind of emphasis is put on your downtown more than expansion through the rest of your your city?
2: Okay, it's uh, a good question. What what we have in place, um, we did a, a survey. Two years ago, and we just uh, completed a survey, and we have gotten information on that. And we have uh, the big driving factor in Independence. the The survey two years ago was economic development. Yeah, and it's a big push because the the only way you're gonna have a chance for your community grow, bring people in start looking at houses to be built, increase your tax base because now you have people living inside your city. They're sending their kids to school. They're, it's a domino effect. Everything rides on that. So we've, we've pushed that, and we've had good success. We, we have the, uh, the FedEx facility yep. that came in, 200,000-square-foot building. We have our Kansas Aviation, which is VSE, Now, and they are in the Independence uh, City of Independence Airport, and they're going through an expansion. Um, Those two factors uh, that have come in we've had Precision Railway Company that has come in and they've uh, expanded, built another uh, facility. Uh, You'd have to say the bean uh, plant's gonna help. Soybean. Yep. They the they advertised. Uh, they had a job fair in Coffeeville on August or Cherryville August the fourth and fifth, I believe, and they had roughly sixty jobs plus open, and they had two hundred and sixty-seven uh, people show up. Yeah. to work to, to apply for those jobs, and the jobs were starting out at twenty, and if you had any. If you had skills of some sort, uh, you could make thirty dollars an hour. It's not bad money around so, here. No, from around there, here, that's not. It's pretty dang good money. So we've had that. the The, uh, the Precision Railway, their expansion will end up bringing uh, seventeen jobs. The FedEx end up bringing seventy five. Uh, VSE, I don't remember what the numbers are, but there will be when that project is completed, there will be an additional amount of people that will be hired in the the additional facility that they're going to build. So we, we've pushed that. We've got a, a downtown revitalization grant available for businesses to qualify. And it's not for cosmetic, but it's to help stabilize the building. In other words, Let's say your building has some issues on your entryway. Maybe there is some signs of shifting, and that brick is not stable. You could apply for a grant, and if you're approved, that money would go to help you correct that situation. How much we have had that? How much do you got to spend, and how much can you get back? Uh, it you you rate the project out. There is a hundred thousand uh, dollars money a year that's in that. The, that's a total project. Uh, total, yeah, in okay. total project and um the top of money you would get back oh let me think here i right believe coffee bill is if you spend 10 you can get 5 that that might be i i won't swear to that but that sounds ab- about right and that's decent and that is decent yeah mm-hmm. because uh well not only that we also have a neighborhood exterior grant program okay and it's basically if if you're uh your project is approved, uh, then you can get reimbursed up to 50% of what your out cost was. So if, if you've, you've got, uh, let's say a porch and flooring that's rotted and you need a new supports and build your porch from the ground up, and it's going to cost you $12,000 and you turn it in and, and it's approved, then you can you can start uh, you can hire the contractor that you want, and then when it's all said and done, you turn in all the receipts showing the work that was done and the amount of the project, and then you are reimbursed for a uh, percentage of it up to I believe it's up to five thousand dollars uh per per year per um applicant now I don't know what kind of uh numbers
1: you may not know the numbers on this next question I'm going to okay. ask you, but uh I was the originator of the Caulfield Street Drags. Okay. And you guys are allowing a group
2: to race at your airport right. twice a year, I believe. Uh once a year. Is it once a year? Once a year, yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, it varies. It went from spring to to summer. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I just got confused. Okay. Uh do you know what the
1: economic impact is on the city of Independence for that?
2: That I I don't have the numbers for that. I know. I've I've attended uh, every year but one, that it's been there, and they have a good turnout, mm-hmm. uh, and they get uh, some really exotic, yes, Lamborghinis, nice and yeah, and and those folks that have those cars tend to spend money. Yeah, they they you know they're, they're staying in motels, they're buying food, yeah, uh, Gas, they go downtown whatever. and they'll put the vehicles on display, so. Crowd comes downtown, you get your picture uh, taken standing in front of a Lamborghini, which for a lot of us, that's probably the closest we're ever yeah. going to get to one, or yeah. I am. Do you feel that is in any way a negative to the airport of
1: Independence at all?
2: No. All right. No, we work with the partners out there to make sure that the, the, uh, when the event uh, is scheduled, that it doesn't interfere with our manufacturers that are out there. And if they're okay with it, and it's a time where um, you know, the, that space can be used for something else, yeah. then they can go on board. But we always try to work with, whether it's the, our manufacturers in the airport or or within the city limits or even our downtown folks. We always try to work with them to make sure that if we are going to have a project, we're going to try to limit it to be the least invasive for them and try to get it complete it in a timely manner so we don't have issues but we try to get everybody on board so we're not struggling with that do we you know and i think we do a pretty good job know, for the most part i haven't heard any negative about it at all and i'd like to think that i'm within the car
1: community nobody seems to complain i mean there are some issues with viewing but just the way it's that's that's just how it is you're not going to get that much closer sure uh when i first started talking about Caulfield Street Drags years ago, I was speaking to a resident of Independence about, ended up working with the uh, Cops and rodders car show. Mm, okay. We gave some money to them. And uh, they were like, we really wish you would have this in Independence. Well, there wasn't no place to do it. And I guess what I'm getting at, if you ever find me a place, I'll I'll come up there and do it. But uh, anyway, this this next little part here is going to hurt me to the core. And Yancy going to know. We always pick back and forth, you know, Bulldogs, NATO, Caulfield, sure. Independence, you know, go NATO. We're going we're gonna to beat you later with <laughs> the with, with, purple and gold stick. But uh, anyway, I'm jealous. Independence, as far as I'm concerned, is outperforming us right now. And all of my supporters, if you don't want to vote for me based upon that, that's just the facts, Jack. Mm-hmm. We just went through a whole litany of things you got going on. And I'm not sure what your secret sauce is, but I want to know. You know, I if I get elected, I'm probably going to bug the hell out of you. Because okay. I want to know, how are you pulling in FedEx? How are you pulling in this place? How did you somehow get the jump on the the on the water pipe deal when we've got an infrastructure of 25,000 people here and we didn't somehow get it. I understand that it's north of us, water flow and all that. I get that's probably right. a ease of location. But your downtown, I don't think has anything to do with the highway because most folks that are on the highway aren't stopping at the Independence Brewery. Right. Which, what's the name of that place? Dang it, help me out. Indie Brew. Indie Brew. Indie which... Everything that I've been told is that should have been Cofferville Brewworks, but because somebody dropped the ball here in town, you guys benefited from that. Good for you. Kudos. Uh, those folks traveling on that highway aren't going to any brewworks. They're not going to Turbos. They're not going to Uncle Jack's. They're not going to the pool hall. They're traveling through. They're not stopping to have a drink and a meal, most likely. So there's something else in the water up there that
2: I need to know what the heck it is. I think to me i i think the, is that, is that the, the
1: vibe you get yancy there's something different going on up there
0: yeah and am i wrong i i don't want to reach beyond the bounds of this but i don't it just feels like a different kind of uh dynamic as far as like i don't know if it's civic pride i don't know if it's uh just a different feel within the community dynamics i i'm not sure i and you were getting ready to to yeah, say something I'm you sorry, might be able to tell it, us go ahead
2: well how I see it is we we are continually promoting promoting what independence has to offer. We continue to encourage people to buy local. Uh, a lot of the money that uh, we are raising through our sales tax is paying for projects that happen within the city of Independence. It could be uh, in one one area. We have a 1 cent sales tax that is paying for all the improvements that were made with the independent school district, USD 446. Uh, some of that is going for economic development. Some of it's going for infrastructure. But we've, we've encouraged people to, you know, that this sales tax money is what is driving a lot of improvements to be made within the city. Mm-hmm. It's so vital that you support... Um, your local businesses. It's it, it 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 all goes from there. So we're constantly promoting. We're trying to have events downtown that will bring people downtown to either eat or go to the brewery. Uh, if you're familiar with West Main, uh, there used to be a, a, an old club there called the Wagon Wheel. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You remember? And then there was the um, John Vermillion had a little paper, a little building there to the east of that, that, that he ran his newspaper out of. Well, that, that burned down years ago. Right,
0: that's where the patio is now. Yes, yep. that
2: was a vacant, overgrown, unsightly weeded lot, and the Independence Main Street and the chamber and people got together and said, we don't like the way that looks, and we're going to do something about it, and they did. They come in. They cleaned that lot up. They got murals painted. Uh, they've got cement poured. They've got huge planters. They've got mm. lights out there.
0: There's always a food truck there. There's a
2: food truck there yep. pretty much around the around the clock. How does that work? Uh, do the food truck get a hold of the city or
1: whoever it is and say, hey, I want to lease this from this point to this point? Or Yes, they,
2: they basically come in and they have to get a permit. To operate within the city, like like any yeah, vendor. Yeah. And they basically work it through the uh, main street. Like, is is this going to be available for me to bring a, bring a food truck uh, two weeks from now, Thursday through Saturday? And they go, yeah, well, here's what you need to do to be able to operate a food truck in Independence. Any Anything that we do, we, we've tried to streamline the process. We've gone through and tried to eliminate a lot of issues with people coming in and, uh, you know, having issues with planning and zoning or they want to put a house or they want to build a garage. We tried to streamline that to where the process was easier and they wouldn't feel intimidated by it. And from the last survey that I just had a chance to look at it, that area got high marks from the people that uh, filled out the survey. It's getting high marks from people down here that didn't. They got, They got high marks for that. So, It gives us a gauge that that we're going in the right direction. Is everything where we want it to be? No. Will it ever be where I would consider want it to be? It's probably not. But you have to make you have to look at your city long term. I'm talking, you know, 25, 30 years or more out, because the common complaint I guarantee you in any city. It's infrastructure. we got too many water leaks. we got too many potholes. Mm -hmm. The sidewalks are crumbling. Uh, All these issues. But you have to have a long-term vision and a long-term process to how to address those. That infrastructure, it's like being on a merry-go-round. That merry-go-round never stops. Never ending, right? right? It's never ending. Now, sometimes it's going around at a pretty good clip, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's barely moving. But that it never stops because you will never, ever get to a point to where you're not addressing infrastructure, whether it's streets, water, sewer lines. In your case, uh, electric lines, electric issues. Mm-hmm. That is that's a given. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I, I will say from what you just said, in in some ways, it sounds like you are almost willing to not get out of the way, but not stifle people that are actually wanting to come in and do things in the community. You're almost one to make it easier for people to be able to come in when they have an idea or they want to do something to benefit the community. It's not, there's, there's no roadblocks put up because oh this doesn't seem right for this instance or, or whatnot. I mean, I think, you know what I'm getting at. Yes.
2: I know exactly what you're getting at. Uh, We actually have a a committee of of downtown business owners and, and other people in the community. Uh, if someone has an idea about bringing a business in or they have a business they'd like to locate in Independence, these people will sit down with them and go through the whole process. Okay, if, you're good, if this is your idea, have you considered this? Have you considered that? And they bring out all this other information so a person can learn because these people have also started out with an idea, brought a business or built a business. And a lot of times it was just kind of hit and miss. Because they didn't have anybody there to kind of lead them through the process. We have people in place that will do that. And they will help you to, to do whatever it is you need to do. Whether it's form filling or or talking to a developer or, or talking to a banker or whatever. Whatever roadblocks you may have. They will help you work through that to where you uh, have a very good chance of being successful. Because I guarantee, if I went to start a business, I have I have no idea what well, I would be doing. It's quite But daunting. I would be reaching out for people to say, "How did you get your start? Well, we have people on board already that will they'll visit with with a resident or someone coming new into town?" And I've got this great idea, and I want to run it by you. Is it possible for me to have something like that here? It's not
1: great. Uh, I know our chamber is doing some stuff like that, trying sure. to help folks, and they got a pretty good website. Helps people with uh, business plans and all that, which that scares the hell out of me. Business plans, because it's a lot of stuff. It is. If you go to your investors, they're going to be like, "Well, what are you going to do? What's well, going to be awesome? Just give me money." Well, that's not how it works. <laughs> right. You know, no. you said something earlier that is probably one of the biggest things for me. Just earlier today, there was a post on Facebook about how why don't we have this restaurant or this restaurant or this restaurant or this restaurant? There's a lot of reasons why we don't. But you're not going to have any restaurants or any businesses if you don't go out of your way to support them. Like for every time that you go to Tulsa, or I don't know where you folks go in Independence, you maybe go to Tulsa or Wichita, I don't know where you go. You people are different, I know. (laughs) Uh, We'll address that later, (laughs) at a later date. for, For every time that you go someplace else, you need to make damn sure you go in town. Because those are your friends and neighbors. And I know that Walmart and Coffeyville isn't necessarily local, but there's local folks working out there. Right. And if that location has sinking sales, a place like Walmart would be like, well, hell, we're not going to keep supporting this place. The sales ain't worth the hell. So even there, you have to support them. Right. Luckily, that law was put in place a few years ago where now the municipalities get that sales tax money from Amazon. That was a huge thing. Yes. And I'm sure you know it was terrible. The uh, coffers were going low. And now Caulfield's had, I think, a record sales tax
2: revenue last two or three years because, mm-hmm. well, now they get damn right. sales tax revenue. And, and you've hit that on the head. You You need to support your restaurants and those businesses mm-hmm. um, here. I mean, you might complain that we don't have enough variety, but, but if your restaurants that you have now, if they're struggling, then – what is bringing another different type of restaurant in going to help you if if the ones you have now are not sustainable if if they close up then you're just basically replacing one that's closed with something else you've not gained anything you just went from this hand to that hand yep yep i mean if
1: you're if you're a guy wanting to open up a restaurant and your buddy owns a restaurant he's like man i don't know I don't know if I'd do it right now. They're just not coming to support me. Not only, like you just said, not only is he not going to open up his business, this guy is probably going to shut down, and then you're going to be like, well, hell, we ain't got no place to eat. Well, did you ever actually go there? Right. My next-door neighbor is a restaurant owner, you know? you got to support them. That's so, how it is. Yeah. And, and, and they, in two have to support. It's a friendship. Local restaurants need to do whatever they can to support the community, you know? And, I mean, we support local stuff here. Uh, a lot of the money we get from uh, our producers, I donate uh, into Summer Bash next week in Cherryville. There's a little plug there for the guys from Edge Over Edge. It's a, it's an event that's happening next year. They support us, I support
2: them. So y- you've got to help each other out. Okay. Um, I'd like to give you an example um, that, that I think maybe might help people understand looking at a broader picture. Um, you know... F- there's been a, a lot of uh, evolving of, you know, how we communicate, uh, you know, from programming to you can name it. But basic government really hasn't changed much. It still provides services. It's still, uh, for the a long time, still set and doing things the same way that they have been doing for decades. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Our intent was, let's get behind technology. Let's start getting out of doing um, manual clerical work. Let's start looking at places where we're doing duplicate clerical work that we no longer need. Let's use technology to free up that time to where we can be working on more critical or more important issues. And I said, we need to start looking at not Cherryville being their own little kingdom and Coffeville's their own little kingdom and Independence and Caney. We need to start looking at a broader picture. We need to start looking at county and region. A, a good example that I I can bring up is asphalt. Asphalt is, com- is out of sight. It's been mm-hmm. high uh, for the last couple of years. So a few years ago... We were sitting down with Montgomery County Commission, and we decided, what if we were trying to find ways to where we could work together and have some cost savings? So we we came up with the idea. Well, if Independence is ordering asphalt, Caney and Coffeeville are, are doing the same, and Coffeeville is doing the same. Why can't we all put one put an order together mm-hmm. and send it to Montgomery County, and they can add it to their asphalt needs that they're going to have? So instead of Buying, i am throwing a number out there: hundred thousand tons. You know they're gonna buy three hundred thousand tons. They're gonna get a better price at three hundred than they are at one hundred. Yeah. So why not do that and and have the communities have a chance to is uh, that find the some? Why it's currently now? Uh, I know Independence is, and I'm I'm guessing that the other cities are too. I I would guess that Coffeeville is because we're buying it through Montgomery County. Seven years ago, I know that was the case. There was uh,
1: meetings with all the uh, municipalities trying mm-hmm. to work together because we really are, as much as we like to joke around, NATO independence. Sure, uh, we're all
2: going to die together, or we're going to float together. That's right. You know, and we'll, we really... we'll always have that rivalry, the sports, but it, when yeah. it comes to yeah. community and success. The success of anyone in Montgomery yeah. County is a success for everyone that lives in Montgomery County. It's like County. that's my brother.
1: I can hit my brother. You can't hit my brother. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: Yeah. Uh, we've got one thing I want to hit
1: before we let you go. Okay. We're in the middle. I say we're in the middle. Uh, our current city manager has said that he is going to retire December twenty second, I believe. Uh, there's some debate whether or not that's actually going to happen or not, but let's just assume that he is. I know that the city of Independence promoted from within were you part of that with yes. the current city manager yes so during my tenure in the past and i believe the guy we have now the city of Caulfield has always went to the kansas league of municipalities right and i'm just going to tell you right now i'm not really a big fan because every product that we've got from them well we're just gonna leave it at that okay what made you guys not go there and decide to promote from within
2: Okay, uh, speaking just for myself personally. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I like the fact that uh, our current city manager, Kelly Passeur, she's been great to work with, very accommodating. Any information or questions that any of us have, uh, they're more than uh, happy to get us information. We ask that it be current, and we, ac- we ask that it be as accurate as and up-to-date as possible. Uh, but she she came up from the ranks. Mm-hmm. She started out here, and she's worked her way up through the city through multiple jobs. So she's seen both sides of this coin. She knows what it's like to be in the workforce, starting out at an entry level, and working her way up. She's also had the ability to work under three different city managers. So she's learned from all three of those. I think she has she has a better relationship with her employees and her department heads and with the commission, because I think she's learned from what, what she's seen, how these uh, city managers, uh, you know, their tenure there has given her an, an insight and she's taken uh, some of the best of those ideas and she's come up with ideas uh, of her own and the city staff and uh, they've been able to communicate that to the commission. We have a good rapport with them. Uh, there's nothing that I won't ask that they won't give me an answer. And I, if I ask for something to, uh, someone has a complaint, and, you know, I may, I'll pass it on, and I, I may go back later on and, and say, um, how did that come out? Did we finally get to do that? And they go, yeah, yeah city came out and they you know they did and hmm. and uh, so and it's not it's it's just for the fact that it's not for me to, to as a commissioner to tell them how to do their job i, I have i have no say that the only person that is responsible to me and the commission is the city manager yes. that's it we have no business getting in the middle of personnel issues that's handled by the city manager but I think she's had the ability to, to learn all those things. And I think that's why we have a good, not only good relationship with the city staff and the department heads, but we work really close and we work really well together. And uh, we're all looking at what is, what's the be- best route to take? What will will benefit the, the town as a whole, Uh by going this route or doing this or not doing this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do something, but you have to look at it uh, at that. What, what is best for the city? Now, what I think might be something totally different than you think or whoever's sitting, you know, at the table, but, but you, you have to be open to the fact that you're, you're doing this for what you feel like with everything that you know, and information you're given, that this is the right direction to take. And I will stand by that. And I do my homework. I guarantee you, if you get in with a disagreement with me, I can stand my ground. That's good. And, And I've always encouraged people, if you have an issue with me or an issue you want to address, I said, you can call me anytime, day or night. I will meet you anywhere, wherever you want, At your time, and in the six years, I've had probably maybe a half a dozen people take me up on that. But people have been very good because the issues that all communities face, they've been around for a long, long time. We are all facing these same issues, some more than others, but we're basically all in the same boat. So let's start looking at how we address these and maybe... Ten or fifteen years from now, we'll say, I'm glad we went that route because look at the improvements that have been made. Was it at a cost? Yes. But you can't neglect your infrastructure. You can't neglect taking care of your 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 workers that work for the city. Because in today's climate, with the wages being higher, I mean, let's face it, if if I was gonna go work, I'm gonna go work somewhere where I can make the most money I can. Yeah. So you need to take all those into consideration. You kind of get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to pay for it because I think my taxes are too high, well, we can just sit here and do as little as possible. Will the roads get any better? No. Will those broken water lines get fixed any sooner? No. Will Will the sewer improvements be made? Probably not. Everything comes to a cost. But when you have a city of Coffeeville or independent size, that infrastructure, you can't just shut off a certain part of town and abandon it because, well, there's not very many people that live there anymore. You're responsible for every citizen and every part of that city block that you owned to maintain. Mm-hmm. There's no easy way out of that. What'd you have?
0: Well, I was just going to say earlier, <clears throat> excuse me, when you were describing promoting from within a, a, you know, a city manager, is a phrase that's used a lot is skin in the game. Whenever you promote from within somebody that's local or has been there for a really long time coming up, hitting the rungs as they are promoted, you know, there, there is that perception that there is skin in the game. And I'll tell you that the optics here in the past have been that we hire city managers from the outside. And then when they leave, we're, we're left holding the bag, right? So whenever you promote from within, or you look for candidates from within, or you try to find somebody that's closer to home. It maybe gives, you know, your local citizens a little bit more solace on. Hey, I know that person. I go to church with that person, or right. whatever. And there is good and bad with that too. Some right. people might not want the job because of that whole situation of being too local. But I, I do know that you know, if you look at a look at candidates, a candidate pool of more local people, and they have to be willing to want to do the job to the fullest of their capabilities. Obviously, you can't just toss somebody in there but that that skin in the game is really really important to a lot of people otherwise the perception is well this person comes from a town five hours away look at their history there they're going to leave us holding the bag and then they can scoot on down the road to another job and then we got to spend the next two decades doing damage control
2: on what they left us right it's like you're telling a story that's yeah that's that's true i guess one comment I, i would like to make i I can honestly say, um, serving on the commission, it's something that I didn't want to do, but I realized that I was going to have to get out of my comfort zone. And if I wanted to, to see us move in a better direction, then I would have to have input. I don't regret it. I can honestly say this is probably been the most rewarding experience that I have ever had serving on for the city of independence and on the commission. Uh, people have been very warm, receptive, and I can probably name on one hand the people that have personally had issues and come to me, but that I was able to at least talk to. And they maybe we never agreed, we agreed to disagree, but they understood where I was coming from, they understood. I understood where they were coming from, but but it, you have to have that, and you have to have, um, at times, a thick skin. But if you look at it, I'm here to do the very best I can for the people that I represent. That's it. I have no – I don't have any other stake in the game other than that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a paid official. Uh, there's nothing that goes with it. I mean yep. – the first time I ran for election, I didn't. I didn't have my name wasn't known. I mean, why would a guy spend, you know, two thousand or twenty five hundred dollars of his own money to take a position that, other than it's yeah. a title, that's all it is? Why would you do that? Mm. Well, cause because you're you a have citizen, just like everybody
0: else. Yeah, you know,
2: you, you understand. Must be the kickbacks. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that and a dollar might yeah. get you a can of pop. Yeah. But but you have to look at it that, that way. And as long as you, I just encourage you to do your homework. Ask for information. Ask for information. If you happen to be elected, and uh, listen to what your community has to say. And then if this is the direction you need to go, then prove your point. And this is why I think we need to go this way. And they'll either buy into it. And there's some people that, I don't care what you come up with or yeah. you're going to have an issue with, but that's, that's just human nature. Yeah. So before we let you go, okay. when is the uh, Independent City Commission meetings and where are they at? They are the second and fourth Thursday of the month, and they are held at the Civic Center. They're at 530. That's uh, at the old Memorial Hall, The old right? Memorial Hall, yeah. yes, yes.
1: I believe I was at one of those a while back when you guys were having a heck of a meeting about Mill Levy about two years ago. About
2: t- oh, yeah. That was the first time that revenue neutral rate came yes. out. Mm. That revenue neutral rate. That's a good – that's just some political uh, scrap. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, because it doesn't really it's- tell a true picture by the time you take out your your exemptions for – for neighborhood revitalization and all those other factors yeah. that come in. It was supposed to be a way to, of being transparent. But yeah, it's 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 a
1: little bit misleading, and it's yes. got me up in arms in the past, and I might have made some uh, assumptions based on what I thought I knew and I didn't know, and I'm still not convinced that it's exactly what I think it's not. Does
2: that make sense at all, what I just sure. said? Sure. Yes, I exactly could, how I feel. I could agree with you on that. Yeah. At times i thinking, okay, now, what did I just say?
1: Yeah. Uh, so... Tuesdays, I mean, sorry, Thursdays, second, and fourth. fourth. If somebody has actually wants to get a hold of you, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. is there a good email or something they can do that at?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, th- my uh, email is first name Lewis, L O U I S, Y S U S I, at yahoo.com. And they can go to the city website, cityofindependencekansas.gov, and they'll see the commissioners. Uh, pictures mugshots there yeah mug yes <laughs> on site and with an email and a and a phone number but i'm i'm uh blessed to work with uh, good commissioners good city staff and uh, a public that uh, understands a lot of things we're doing it's just from um a lack of attention over a fair number of years they've been very uh patient i know they're not happy Uh, on some of the cost, but the cost has escalated for everyone. That's the way it is. And that's something we're just going to have to continue to deal with. Well,
1: we really appreciate you coming in, and uh, I'm hoping that others in your situation up there in Independence will realize they're not going to come in here and get beat up. I think I've tried to get some folks like yourself, you know, public officials, and I fear that they're going to come in here and get beat up. Do you feel beat up? No. All right, cool. I appreciate it. So if you know anybody that wants to... uh, I'm looking for people that want to promote events, yep. or maybe they're running for office, or maybe they hold an office. I don't care. Uh, come in. I want to talk to you about some things. I want to learn more about my area, and uh, that includes people to the south, too. Yancey, you got anything you want to close with?
0: Yeah, just make sure you uh, visit wkopodcast.com, and if you have any feedback about this episode or... um would like to make any comments or opinions, we have a hotline, 620-625-0146. Leave us a message.
2: Yep. I've got I've got, yeah, I got one yeah. event I do want to promote. All right, go ahead. And it's Perfect. coming up uh, November the 8th through November the 11th, which will be Veterans Day weekend. Yep. We have a memorial coming to independence called the Eyes of Freedom. Maybe you gentlemen have heard a little bit about this. I believe this. I have. Yes. Okay, this is in tribute to a National Guard Marine unit that had lost 23 of its members from June to August while they were stationed in Iraq. And this artist uh, had a vision about this uh, and it's a, it's a series of, of panels that she has. She, this vision, she's uh, painted and put together. This will be the first time this traveling memorial has ever been in the state of Kansas. And there will be an opening and closing ceremony, but the memorial uh, the, the s- memorials panels will be in the Civic Center, and they will be available for the public to see. It's, it's open to the public. We are encouraging uh, people of all ages. I know uh, the Independent School District, I believe they're working to bring the as young as fifth graders through to view the memorial. Understand some of the history about it and ask questions about it. So it, it's going to be huge. We're anticipating, hopefully, Governor Kelly will be there. I know Senator Moran will be there. And there will be a lot of uh, outpouring from the community. We've already notified our Tulsa affiliates and we've notified the uh, KOAM Joplin Pittsburgh affiliates and sent them information. So this this will be a huge event. It's all like a good time. Mm. So well, with that, I'm gonna stop.
1: All right. Well, we appreciate you coming in.
2: Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. And, and, I appreciate it. And and this time.
1: This is the part where I uh, beg for money, as uh, Yancey alluded to. WKOPodcast.com, This whole thing is ran off of producers. We don't have sponsors. We don't uh, we don't sell pills or advertise for meat here. Everything is from our sponsors. We do value for value. So go to WKOPodcast.com. Look at the list of people that sponsor, and there's a little bit more about it. You can buy a T-shirt or whatever, and all of your money either goes back to equipment or to things like uh, end of summer bash uh, next weekend in Cherryville. So thank you for listening. Do the shares, likes, comments, and all those good things. See you guys later.